Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. April 21st, 2021. A garden of children. Being professional in administrative fashion. The dangers of a fire pole. Robbing trains, the Loch Ness monster, and a hot dog surprise. This is awesome today. Awesome today is a mostly daily podcast, or it might be part of a double blind study conducted by the CIA, effectively an extension of old mind control studies like MKUltra. If you don't like it, please continue to listen anyway so that our data gathering is not compromised. Hi. And good day. It's not the best of days here as we record. You're insane. It's a fantastic day. Well, it's an awesome day. It's cold and that sucks. Got on the old idiot sweatshirt. Yes, you brought out the idiot sweatshirt. Yep, my IQ drops, believe it or not. It is possible. (laughs) And it drops every time I put this on. Irreparably. Wow. I'm in the negatives now. Oh, man. Living in Oklahoma has been bad for you. It has. It has in many ways. I have anticipated some tomfoolery with the Oklahoma weather. Yes. Normally by now, I would have fully, with our kids, especially the younger children, I will put away their winter clothes and get out the warm weather clothes. Right. We have been living in this transitional time where some days you wear a t-shirt and shorts, some days you wear a sweater and jeans, and you don't know what's going to happen. Anyway, the boys' room is a mess of clothes everywhere. I just can't deal with it until I can see a stretch of, like, 60s and above. Yes. The, the, the positive, because I feel like we should be searching yes. for a positive. Yes. Um, thus far, this year, no hailstorms. Okay. No, no massive tornadoes. It's only April, though. But... Tornado season awaits. April is often when these things kick off. Yeah. April showers in some states are April apocalypse That's in true. Oklahoma. Now, that last saw through the summer, bearing in mind that we got to experience a tornado on our wedding night. That's true. And that's not a euphemism. No. Or is it? It was an actual literal tornado. I did go to an elementary school whose mascot was the tornado. So maybe it is a euphemism. (laughs) Speaking of elementary schools. Yes. Today. Wait, first it's April 21st. Yes. We got to get that cleared up. Yes, April 21st. Today is National Kindergarten Day. Today honors the day, the birthday, Mm -hmm. in fact, of the person credited with Starting kindergarten, Friedrich Wilhelm August Froebel. Yes. Is that right? Close Is enough. German? I would have liked more funk on it, but I will accept what you did. Yes. He is, of course, German. Yeah. So, the word kindergarten itself means garden of children. Which is terrifying. What the hell were you doing there, Friedrich? Kindergarten. I love German. It is such an interesting language with the way yes. it connects to English. 
kindergarten. Yes, okay. Friedrich's belief was that the success of children, students depended heavily upon having an adequate educational base, a foundation. Kindergarten was the base that he felt like needed to be built. And so he trained countless people that they could go out and open kindergartens of their own. Indeed. Did you know, by the way, is a kindergarten fun fact, um, one, they're not gardens of children. Oh, okay. That's extra. Yes. Um, now, did you know that not every state has mandatory kindergarten? I did know that, yes. That mm-hmm. is preposterous. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a questionable thing. Um, depending on the educational school of thought to which you ascribe, some people feel like, well, that's too early to start a formalized classroom setting. And I would wager that if we looked at those states and the quality of education offered therein, yeah. they probably don't measure up as well as some other places. Oklahoma is shaky at best in a lot of areas. But we've got that damn kindergarten. We do have compulsory kindergarten, and we also have optional pre-K in the sense that school districts have to offer pre-K, starting with four-year-old kids. Mm-hmm. You do not have to send your child to pre-K You can wait until kindergarten, but Oklahoma does have and has had for a while a strong emphasis on early literacy, early childhood education. So we got that. The thing is, you got to start early, yeah, so that when people quit before they're done, they got they got a little something to work. They got that year head start. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I only got past the fifth grade. Mm -hmm. You had some. Auxiliary facts are those auxiliary. For me or those you? are for you. You well, are the, you're all the kindergarten things except for what I didn't put in the notes. Okay. Well, as a matter of fact, the first kindergarten in the United States was opened in 1856 in mm-hmm. Watertown, Wisconsin. Yeah. Go cheeseheads. That's what they like to go by, right? I'm not sure they like it, but it is something <laughs> they're called. Guess what? It was opened by a German woman and was conducted in German. Now, the first English-speaking kindergarten in the U.S. did not come along until 1873, and it was in St. Louis, Missouri. Indeed. So there you go. All the kindergarten goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, It also just so happens to be Administrative Professionals Day. Okay. What exactly is an administrative professional? What used to be called, I believe, a secretary. That is an insult. I I said used to be. I know that's not what they're called anymore. There's been efforts to make a clearer delineation between a secretary and a true administrative professional. Exactly. Not that there aren't plenty of secretaries who are doing administrative professional jobs, all of that, but there's, so there's actually an International Association of Administration Professionals, otherwise known as the IAAP. Okay, yes. And... They would define this as an individual who's responsible for administrative tasks and coordination of information in support of an office-related environment and who are dedicated to furthering their personal and professional growth in their chosen profession. So it isn't just a person that does even admin stuffs. Mm -hmm. They also have to be getting increasingly better at it or at least trying. Yeah. And I think that's that's good. Um, In the effort... Uh, to be getting increasingly better, the IAAP has created a professional designation of Certified Administrative Professional, or mm-hmm. CAP. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what they call them or if they just say the whole thing or if they just say, you're certified. No, I like um, it when they yell it at It's me. better that way. Yes. Uh, but to get this designation requires that you pass a one-and-one-half-day comprehensive examination in the areas of finance and business law, Dang. office systems and administration, management, and organizational planning. That's longer by amount of time it is to take it than your industry exams were. That's true. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, kind of. Yeah. I mean, you did. I think I was allowed six or eight hours. I can't remember what I was allowed for the exam. I yeah. think I finished it in an hour and a half. And yes, I missed zero questions. What of it? <laughs> Perfect score on your industry exam. Did yes. they put that on a certificate for you that you can hang on the wall of your office? Um, they do, and in black uh, black ink, they write douchebag on it. So <laughs> if you try to wear that to the club to impress people, that you're called out without even knowing it. Okay. All right. Well, hey, 
If it's your birthday today on this April 21st, guess what? You share it with none other than Queen Elizabeth II. Many birthdays ahead of you. Yes. I would guess that she is. I didn't mean to get Yoda-like. As I, said <laughs> I know. I was like, what? where's where's this sentence yes. going? Uh, <laughs> many birthdays ahead of you she is. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, this will be, I'm sure, a sad one for her, her first birthday after her husband's recent passing. Yes. So happy birthday and God save the queen. You also share it with James Starley, the inventor and father of the bicycle industry. The bicycle, remember the, the pictures, I was there, but the pictures of the bicycles with the gigantic front yeah. wheel. Yeah. That's what he did. He He's the, yeah, that, you could hurt yourself trying to ride that that big old wheel catching in the tinder spots i don't know i feel yeah in the tinder spots i feel like there's a side like there's like an alternate universe episode of awesome today where you had prepared a story of how james starley and henry ford had a falling out and one of well, them was over the front tire <laughs> that's for sure obviously ford was ever the economist on things it's yeah. like that's a shitload of rubber that's way too much look at the money you're wasting <laughs> Well, further still, and this is the one you're going to hold near and dear to the old heart, you share it with Tony Danza. Damn right. The man celebrated for asking, if not answering the question, who's the boss? Spoiler alert, he wasn't even talking about Bruce Springsteen. Right on. Also, AOOA. I said I pulled out the AOOA in a Tony Danza style mm -hmm. the other day, and AJ was like, is that, what's that from, a TikTok? No, child. <laughs> No, it's from way before TikTok. Quite honestly, it's probably the reason TikTok was conceived. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. Tony Danzo is responsible for a lot of conceptions. <laughs> You're not wrong, I'm sure about that. <laughs> okay, hey, on this day in 1836, it's Texas Independence Day. Yeah. I really could have sworn we just celebrated this. But. I don't know. Sam Houston did a thing. They won. Okay. Um, yeah. It, there, it's something all about all that today. I well, know. if there's one thing Texans do not mind talking about, it's how great the state of Texas is. So they yeah. probably have like five or six Independence Days. Yeah, So they true. can keep it going. It's true. Now, I've got a couple in a row here. All right. I'm going gonna, gonna to let you catch up with several after me. But Shall I buckle up for any of these? Or are we uh, just going no, to chill place? It's chill. Okay. It's fine. Right. It's fine. Don't worry. It's okay. fine. Well, 1878, uh -huh. New York installs the first firehouse pole. All right. In the days that followed, mm -hmm. most people don't know this. I had to really search to find this information. Okay. In the days that followed, a lot of buildings were burning down. Oh. oh. Investigators looked into things. They discovered that the newness of the pole and the, the lack of skill with how to use it regularly resulted in firemen pole racking themselves and writhing in the floor of the firehouse while the, the city burnt to the ground. It was very problematic. I feel skeptical it's, about it's the veracity real. of this. And listen, it's not as easy mm -hmm. as it looks. No. And, and I think this is why, at least from what I've been told, yeah. that strippers use poles mm -hmm. for dancing. It's, mm -hmm. it's very... It's very essence is a challenge from the matriarchy, highlighting the weakness of men. Mm, mm -hmm. Look, I can I can ram my crotch into a pole. I'm not crying on the ground. Look, no, nothing's burning down here except your bank account. Give me those ones. <laughs> that is what I've been told. Okay, it's all making sense. Yes. Now. All right. What else Moving ahead to 1916. Okay. In Wyoming, the great state of Wyoming. We rarely talk about Wyoming on this show. Usually it's about bad weather. Okay. Snow records and things like that that come along. Or somebody eating someone else in the snow. It's often snow related. And cannibalism related? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what eating someone else is. All right. Okay. Anyway, um, in Wyoming, yeah. the infamous last train robber. He's at it again. Oh, no. Damn Daniel. At it again. Yep. Well... Born in Chester County, Pennsylvania, is one Bill Carlisle. Yep. He was orphaned okay. at age three. Later, then, claimed by extended family and passed from relative to relative. And if that sounds weird, it's not as weird as you might think. This is exactly yeah. the life of my 
paternal grandmother yeah. and her two brothers. That's right. Same thing. They were orphans. They they floated around. Relatives would take care of them as long as they financially could yep. and then pass them on to the next batch. That's right. Well, makes it all the way to the age of 26 and he finds himself destitute without even a nickel in his pocket or maybe only a nickel in his pocket. There's something nickel related oh. um, about his pockets. Did he or did he not have a pot to piss in? I would say only if he found the nickel pots. Okay. Then which he's all set. are related to the copper pots. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it's not a marriage either family was proud of. Okay. So having spent prior to this considerable time riding the rails, as they called it, um, some of this time as even a hobo, riding the rails is, of course, the trains. Oh, yeah. If you weren't putting that together. Yeah, I got you. Um, well, he realized in this moment of, of pocket nickel depravity, yeah. um, hey, the quickest way to get some cash might be to hold up a train. Right? I'm already here riding the rails. I know all about the trains. I've been dodging those bulls. Mm -hmm. All of that, finding my way to the Big Rock Candy Mountain. That's where you're headed. All the stuff. Um, where bulldogs all have rubber teeth and hens lay soft-boiled eggs. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a whole song. So there's Who that. Who wouldn't want to go there? Right. So, wearing a white bandana to cover his face and armed with one real pistol and one plastic pistol... He robbed the damn train. Okay. His first one. Um, this aided in the establishment of one of his nicknames, which was the White Masked Bandit. Oh, very creative. Indeed. Super clever. Another name that he became known by was the Robin Hood of the Rails. Oh, really? Which sounds much cooler, if I'm being honest. So he was robbing from the trains and giving to the poor? Or kind was the of. poor himself that he was giving to? It's a mixture of many things. Okay. Um, probably mostly this name came about because as he robbed this first time through, as he robbed the train, he gave coins to a guard on the train to make up for his lost tips. He gave a dollar to a man to pay for his breakfast, and he genteelly bowed to a woman who tried to take his gun from him. Um, matriarchy at it again. <laughs> he went on to rob two more trains before being caught and sentenced then to life imprisonment in the Wyoming State Penitentiary in Rollins. This despite having never shot anyone and having never taken money from women, children, or servicemen. It's the whole Robin Hood code, you know. He had a code, just like Dexter. Well, he was a good behavior, that's right, except he wasn't murdering trainloads of people. Um, he he was a good behavior in prison. Yeah. Um, so they they'd said, hey, we're gonna commute your sentence down from life to somewhere between twenty five and fifty years. We haven't decided yet. Hmm. Hey, that's that's too long for him, right? Sure. So he escapes. Well, he as was, one does. He was working in. The, he was making shirts. This was in the era mm. where prisoners did something. Mm -hmm. He was making shirts and managed to. Somehow get himself stuffed into a crate of shirts and smuggled out of the prison. So that also happened not in prison, but in a similar way in the movie and musical Annie. Oh, okay. She yes. Climbed yes. into a cart full of laundry and escaped well, out the orphanage. Very likely took her cue uh -huh. from this good fellow. Well, not knowing what else to do after his escape, he decided to rob another train. Well, now, big problem because of his code. Just about every passenger on this plane, there were soldiers that were soldiers and sailors that were returning from service in World War One, which meant there there was nobody to rob hardly. Hmm. In the process, some a hole pulls a gun on him. They wrestle a little bit. The guy shoots his hand, wounds him. He escapes, but he is pretty quickly thereafter arrested and just simply returned. To the Wyoming State Penitentiary. They don't, there's no need for another trial for more. Mm. All of that. No, just go back. So he stayed put then until ultimately paroled in 1936. Um, and again, for good behavior. Because other than when he's trying to leave. Yeah, he's a model citizen. He's a good citizen. Now, some might say misfortune struck uh -oh. upon his release. Yeah. 
and in the form of a ruptured appendix. Oh. But okay. after successful surgery to save his life, the nurse who took care of him, they fell in love. Oh. They get married. Yes. They adopt and raise a daughter together. And rather than going back to robbing trains, Bill opened first a cigar shop and a newsstand. I respect it. Indeed. Indeed. Why not? Yeah. Does that for a little bit. They move to another part of the same state, and he opens a gas station and then a motel, which flourished wildly, um, at least in part because of his train robbing reputation. Well then, so it's a good, this is a good redemption story. Yes, he, it is. He even went on after that to tour the country promoting westerns because of his bank robbing background or train robbing background. Right. Um, in 1946, he wrote his autobiography. He'd sold movie rights, mm-hmm. and then they never made a movie out of it. So he wrote his autobiography, and in the in the following year, then the governor of Wyoming did grant him a full pardon. Well, oh my goodness. So I like. I like stories when, uh, as evidenced by some of the TV shows that I've enjoyed, I like stories where somebody's made a decision not because they are a criminal, right? but because they're in a bad place, Yeah, and they, they do a thing just to try to help, and it's not just them, it's their family, it's the things, and then I really like it when, yeah, they got caught, they're not too harshly punished because there's a realization of the turmoil mm-hmm. that they went through, and then they have an opportunity uh, on the backside of that to turn it around into a meaningful life. I appreciate stories like that. All right. That I've was... lived it four or five times myself. You certainly have in all of these years. Yes. And who knows what may happen next? Who even knows? With a Jeep now, I think I could catch any train out there. I know you could. You could rumble about alongside it, is it? Yes. I tracks. would want someone to grab the wheel and not just let it run off into the... Yeah. That's good. The terribleness while I leap from Jeep to train. Yes. I feel like you were like really thinking about how would I do this as you... Oh, I've planned it all out. Okay. I made a few practice runs earlier. Oh, my. Well, in 1930... It was the stationary train that's at the Children's Park, so it wasn't that hard. The kindergarten I just park. parked beside it and jumped back and forth. <laughs> Until you got in trouble for that. Yes. Um, 1934, the Daily Mail published a photograph that most people, even to this day, would probably recognize. Mm-hmm. What could it possibly be? Well, it was the head and the neck of the Loch Ness Monster. Nessie. Nessie with her head and the swoopy part of her neck. I believe this is the called water. the surgeon's picture. <gasps> Did a surgeon snap the picture? That- is the claim. Okay. I don't believe he was a rocket surgeon. There's there's loose claims, which I deny, hmm. that somewhere around 1994, they'd proven that the photo was a fake. <gasps> I refuse to believe yeah, it. I'm called bullshit on that deal. Yes. In 1956, a song you might be familiar with, maybe, maybe not, Heartbreak Hotel reaches the top of the Billboard charts, serving as Elvis Presley's very first number one hit, 1956. He hadn't even gotten his pelvis cranked up yet. Oh. On this day, 1962. We're just clocking through the decades here. All the things, all the things. The icon of Seattle. Do you know what it is? I do, because I wrote the notes, but I'll pretend like I don't. Whoa, what is it? The Space Needle. Space Needle, you say? Uh Uh-huh. Officially opens today. This, of course, as we learned from the Men in Black movie series, was actually an alien spaceship. I I forgot that detail from those movies, but okay, that makes sense. It's good to know in case you need one. Certainly. 1984. After 37 weeks at the top of the charts, Michael Jackson's album Thriller Mm. is replaced... Stop reading my notes by an album that you enjoy, Footloose. Yes. Great movie, except that it really wasn't. That's a mediocre movie at best. Yeah. But it, it captured the angry teenager rebellion. Yeah. Thing. It's part of a genre of film from the 1980s, the teenage angst. Yes. Slash romantic comedy. You have some type of conquering, some type of training montage, and in this case, thankfully, it wasn't fights. It was a dance-off. Dancing. Loosely. I schooled you in the 
footing of loose denseness. There we are, yes. 1985, a new study released on this very day reported that colleges and universities throughout the United States were experiencing an increase in the use of booze and also drugs. Those drugs, smoking those drugs. It was obviously a groundbreaking new report. Did we really need a study for this? I don't think that that would need an official study. Uh, even a experiential study could have. Yeah, I bet we could. I bet we could conduct this study every year and claim the same thing. I bet you're right. It's been a while since the pendulum has swung the other way. Mm. Maybe we'll all get back to. Purity rings and sobriety pledges and all kinds of things. Well, I don't know. Daisy was just telling me over the weekend that none of her friends drink and that they're, in fact, terrified of alcohol. But they don't mind a little molly. No, the, no drugs or anything. No they're drugs very, at all? No, they're very straight-laced. That's good. Yeah. I'll, I've told her many times before, I'll murder one of her friends if that's what's necessary. <laughs> I will go to jail for her. You just said that in public on the camera. Yes, it's a joke, of course. Well, I know, but just like you're leaving a trail of evidence. I keep point. my fights to... Mainly the elderly, because mm. I still have a a little bit of quickness beyond theirs. Yes, a little bit. I can run around behind them and punch them in the back. Oh. Softly. It's just enough to discourage them from continuing to chase, resist. Chase you down. And chase. Yes. 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 Okay. No, I, I can't even... I don't even know if... Have I ever even been in a fight? I don't know. Don't answer that. Um, where'd we go? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 1986. Do you remember... One journalist named Geraldo Rivera. Absolutely. Spelled like Geraldo, but it's, it's pronounced Geraldo. I could never forget Geraldo Rivera. Yeah. Well, much hyped. Much hyped. Special for television he puts together where he is going to go open a vault in the former headquarters of none other than Gangster Al Capone. Okay. Viewership was insane. It was an estimated... 30 million plus. What year was this? Viewers. 86. I feel like I remember this even. Probably do. And the reason why it feels hazy Mm -hmm. is because while everyone sat on the edge of their seats in hot, wild anticipation, he opens the vault and the damn thing's empty. Yeah. There was nothing to find. Now, some people are like, oh, there was no treasure here. Mm -hmm. Others would say, oh, there was treasure there. It was in all of the viewership and ratings and ad revenues and shit that came in. And though we didn't get to see the loot, Geraldo sure as hell walked away with it. Well, he definitely did. He walked away a winner from that. As Indeed. There's no, there's no doubt about that. All right. This is a little bit disturbing. Content warning. You may not like this. You'll love it. 2014. Kraft Foods embarrassingly recalls 96 thousand pounds of hot dogs. I don't even know what type of receptacle you'd need to hold all of that ground up meat and animal parts. Wasn't just meat and animal parts because what happened is that some of their cheese dogs had made it into regular packaging and that posed a threat to those with dairy allergies. Do you remember? I don't think they even still make these. But do you remember the, the hot dogs, dogs with the cheese and they'd have like yeah. veins of cheese yes. running through This is them. how it works. This is how it works. For anybody that's curious, and if you're not curious, it's too late now. <laughs> you're in for a dime, in for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. 
Hot dogs are made from the meat parts that are scraped off the floor of the meat packing plant. Mm -hmm. The cheese that was put into these was scraped off the floor of the canned cheese factory. Okay. It's literally, Kevin Bacon can't even find the degrees of separation <laughs> of these from real food products. Yes. But go ahead. Well... In 2014, I mean, again, Kraft Foods so embarrassed, the company's spokespeople apologized deeply for having surprised America with putting their wiener in the wrong place. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who wrote those show notes? That's filthy. <laughs> That's phenomenal. That news item begged for it. You know, yeah, you know that the late night hosts had a heyday with that, I'm sure, yes. uh, in yes. 2014. Let's move into the trendings, and okay. we do have a few. All right. For those of you who follow, or even loosely follow, the royal family, mm. you may be aware that Prince Harry recently took a new job with San Francisco-based mental health startup, BetterUp Incorporated. BetterUp? Mm -hmm. I've never heard of it. One word, okay. though they do capitalize the U in the middle of the... the squashed together letters. Okay. Yeah. Now, his title there is Chief Impact Officer, which in America is not uncommonly shortened to the word CHIMPO. Chief, C-H, Impact, I-M-P, Officer, O. Okay. CHIMPO. Mm -hmm. Now, this has led to much boisterous laughter and even to the point of red faces within many Asian countries because chimpo in their language is slang for penis. Oh dear. So long live the Duke of Dingus. Oh, Yay no. for you, sir. Oh, it's embarrassing for everyone. Terrible. The royal family is also still just, probably not thrilled with Harry's yes, life choices. Come on, Harry. Oh my goodness. You Harry Chimpo. Oh, uh-oh. What? That made it even more real. <laughs> you paused too long and made it uncomfortable. <laughs> Another trending is that scientists insist that when you flush a public toilet, you should not linger. Flushing creates aerosol droplets of pee, poop, poo, vomit, whatever's in there, and they remain airborne for up to 20 seconds. That is very icky. I yeah. would like to say, first of all, I do feel like this is not brand new information. I would agree. I feel like I've heard this before, but it was published again within okay. the last couple of days as though it were new material. And also, truly, it feels very affirming to me. I feel like science is affirming a personal choice I've made for a long time that in the rare occasion I do have to use a public restroom. You don't flush. No, that's gross. That's that put those people in federal prison the rest of their lives. Wow. It makes me so furious, righteous indignation to go into a toilet stall and somebody is not flushed. Which is worse, one or two? Either. No, there's I mean, choose, always one choose worse. worse. Choose worse. Choose worse. There's no doubt. But even one, I'm like, why? You think you're going to get some droplets on yourself? Well, now I'm going to have to pee on top of your pee. It's true. And splatter is far worse than droplets, than so airborne angry. droplets. I'm so angry thinking about this. But what it's I was going to say is my personal choice is when you are about to leave the stall, what you do is don't flush yet. Open the door, use your foot, flush the toilet, turn around Run. and leave yeah. Run. Get out of there as fast as you can. Yeah. Um, let's be honest. Your first choice is to not use a public restroom. Well, sometimes you got to, okay? To the point of damaging your bladder, from Here's, what I gather. Well, yeah, that's that's a thing that can happen. It happened to me. When I was a kid, I refused, refused to use the restroom anywhere except for home or somebody's home. I would not do it in public. School, the mall, nothing. Yeah. And it does break down that bladder resiliency over time, or it did for me. Where do you find the worst restrooms, publicly speaking? Mm, the worst? Not while you are publicly speaking. <laughs> that's a different thing. But. I feel like some of the worst I've been to are at the zoo. I could see that. I could see that. I would have to go with public parks. Okay. Which aren't right. terribly different than the zoo. Similar, yes. But I recall as a child... Um, Northern Oklahoma is where we lived. Not that it was unique to there, but I remember going to a, it was a very big, very nice public park there. Yeah. And my dad's, uh, the company that he worked for, 
they often had summer cookouts at the park. Yeah. Hey, everybody bring your family mm-hmm. out here and let's let's see. We're going to look at your kids and see why each of you are messed up human yeah. beings and all Good that times. judgmentalness. Sure. And, yeah. Well, there was always built out of cinder blocks. Sure. Were the public park bathrooms. Yep. And these, we've discussed some of the oddities of men's restrooms at the time. They did have stall walls on the shitters, but no stall doors. I hate it. You would be, it would be a red letter day, in fact, to find any one of those toilets that didn't have at least three different persons' poo stacked inside the no. same toilet. I now, they're not ventilated point. well, and you're talking about the heat of the summer, yes. which in Oklahoma oh. can exceed 100 without setting any records. And so you could you could hear from 20 yards away as you neared this bunker of turd, you could hear the flies buzzing. You'd. I remember. I remember at a very young age, one of my friends suggesting if you breathe through your mouth, you don't have to smell it. But thinking, yeah, but then you're just straight up swallowing that stink. Poo particulate. There's no nose filter. There's no hairs there to create poop burgers no. to get rid of that later. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. This episode this. just went really wrong. If it weren't already, it's gone really wrong. Let's move ahead. Yeah. Um, to trending number three. Yeah. Yeah. Trending number three. I'm literally dizzy. There's <laughs> oddly, as I look back now in this moment of everything we've talked about, there's a lot of talk about peenies and poo and pookies because, and well, just weird, weird things to have weird smells, weird stuff to have in weird places. Trending number three apartments right now in New York city's East village have it's trending truly that they've begun putting the shower in the kitchen. Don't like it. I don't like it either, but I feel like in the same breath that I would say that they are so far behind the times. Do you recall the Seinfeld episode where Kramer had a garbage disposal installed in his bathtub? I do remember that. Yes. And he while he showered, he cooked and did all I kinds of things. I haven't thought about that in a very long time. Very I, disgusting. Yes. Yes. Now, to be fair, our downstairs bathroom is not openly in the kitchen, but it's right off the kitchen. Yeah, but it's not like you're like stepping out of the shower to flip no. the chicken breasts in the no. oven or something. No, no, that's not. It's anything. gross. I'm going to add one more gross since this is where we're at. Oh gosh. Now, some out. people, I, I fully expect either rabid agreement or disagreement in the Facebook groups, which if you're not a part of, you should be. Yes. How do you feel about keeping a toothbrush in the shower? Oh, some people do this religiously. I don't have, I feel neutral about it. Like, I'm not going to do that, but I you're know many people who do. Because you don't want to offend anybody. No, I know. And you're I, a very kind person. I, I, literally, really I literally know people who do it. I it's do too. Not bother People me. we're related to. Yeah. It creeps me the hell out. Because of the other bodily All the bodily things, things that are going on in the shower. All the bodily okay. things. The. We've discussed in the past, and people have owned up that they are shower pissers. I pee in the shower. Oh my gosh! But I would not brush my teeth in the same shower that I brush that I pee in. That you brush your pee in? Yeah, that brush is only meant for That's one. That's a end. life policy. Do not pee in the shower you brush your teeth in. So now everybody needs two showers: one for teeth brushing, and or three showers: one for cooking, one for brushing the teeth, one for peeing. That seems reasonable. I feel like we could use the toilet for what it's intended for. Use the shower for what it's intended for, and then use the damn sink and medicine cabinet for what they're intended for. Do you never pee in the shower? I only rarely, like probably less than one time every five years. Really? Because I regularly use the restroom before I go to the shower. Yep, that's that's how people who do not pee in the shower do not understand. If you look at a bathroom, (laughs) nine times out of ten, it's constructed so that in between the door of the bathroom and the shower is the toilet. In fact, it's a progression. You could stop at the sink, brush your teeth, step over to the toilet, use the restroom, and then get in the shower. Wash yourself. You're not wrong. I can't explain myself. I just, I don't do it every single time, but... Well, I'm going to break you of this habit. We're going to start storing your toothbrush in the shower. No! Yes. I will hide it. No more shower peeing. I've wondered why my feet have the weird fungus they do. They don't really, but... The pee goes right down the drain, just like... Um, okay... So I could 
No, I'm just, yeah, no, we I should probably. I can't even go there. We should probably go ahead. I'm going to do this. some really heinous shit though on the side and not tell you about it and see if we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm hiding my toothbrush immediately. I know where it is. You don't even I know, know where your toothbrush sleeps. There's yeah, that's true. But we have so many toothbrushes up there that you don't even know which one's mine. That's true. When you have seven people, and here's the thing I've noticed, and I'm not griping. I'm just saying I've noticed it. Anytime somebody gets sick in our house, yeah. that usually means at least four, if not seven of the seven, end up getting sick. Yeah. Responsibly, we go buy new toothbrushes. Right. Irresponsibly, we don't throw away all the old ones. So in the upstairs bathroom, it's literally, it's a panacea of toothbrushes. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of toothbrushes up there. It, oh, it's so weird, and I can't tell you how many times I've gone in and grabbed my toothbrush and it was already wet. That's the most like, No, that no, I don't like it. You even keep your toothbrush in a totally separate area. I do, I do. I even put it in a plastic bag that's semi-hermetically sealed from the the flushing mist that comes <laughs> exactly. up from the, the toilet. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Goodness. This episode has not felt awesome now. I feel dirty. This is some kind of awesome. Well, let's move on to world. Watch, read, listen, lifestyle. What in the world should people be watching right now? What well, did you watch today? Okay. Mostly I've been looking at a computer screen. Okay. Looking at it or watching it? Not watching it. Looking at working on it because we're doing a little something special for Sword Awesome Media. What? Yeah, it's coming soon. That's part of lifestyle, too. Yeah, it is. It's part of lifestyle. Um, people could watch Footloose. They could watch... Are we having other movies mentioned? Um, oh, oh, Michael Jackson videos. Why Michael Jackson? Well, because he was uns he was dethroned. Oh, right. Footloose. Okay, yes. You could watch... Um, wait, Tony Danza. You could watch old oh, episodes of Who's the Boss. Yeah. Um, last night in our uh, making it through Lost again, or rewatched. Are you referring to Naughty Activities making it? No. That's what some people call it. Oh, I didn't realize. Maybe kindergartners do. Um, or Friedrich von Baby Killer. <laughs> um. Anyway, we watched the most infamous episode. Yes. Well, okay. you said that last last night. You said that yesterday, too, with the man from Arlington. The man from Tallahassee. Tallahassee, damn it. Not Arlington. They're two different places. Very Stop different. confusing them. Okay. The man from Tallahassee is not infamous. It is well-regarded as one of the best episodes oh, of Lost. That's not what you said yesterday. But one of the most hated you, episodes. You episode-shamed me yesterday with this. Really? It's fresh on my mind. Okay. I apologize for that. That was my mistake. But one of the most hated episodes of Lost Ever was Expose, told the story of Nikki and Paolo, who are two complete randos. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, off the beach. I remembered it being so bad, but when we watched it again last night, I was like, this was actually a pretty fascinating episode. I felt the opposite. You hated it again? I thought it was worse than the first time I saw it. Really? I did. It has that Twilight Zone ending. No here's, spoilers. Here's the thing for me. Nikki, fine. And she's gone on to be in other series and things. Yeah. And, and she's a pretty good actress. I, I appreciate some of the work that she's done. Whatever her real name is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I rarely know anyone's real name, mm -hmm. including yours, Morgan. Whatever that may mean. <laughs> um, but Paolo was terrible. He yeah, was, was terrible. They literally, they could have recruited someone from a homeless camp in a third world country and had a better actor. He was terrible. Okay. And that's not an insult against homeless people. I, they just yes. had no theater training, no acting skills. And you're saying that Paolo's at that level? He's worse. Okay. He's worse. He got paid money to do what he did. Yeah, and he gets to live in infamy as being part of the, one of the worst episodes of Lost, <sighs> which I would say is not that bad. I mean... It was, it was fine. Honestly, it was fine. I had, I had no recollection... None, except that I hated that episode the first go-round. I couldn't remember the storyline at all. And it was weird, and but I not in a bad way. I didn't hate it. I, I hated him. Okay. I hope I never meet him in real life. Me too. My goodness. Because I'll tell him what I think. If well, he's older than me, which is, let's be honest, it's unlikely. 
Um, but if he is, I might run around behind him and punch him in the back. Okay. All Just right. enough to discourage him. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, because for me, speaking for myself, because of the intensity of time that this sort of awesome project is taking, I've neither read nor listened to a thing. I literally read for like five minutes max today. Last night was a rough night. For whatever reason, on occasion, I hit a, a night of insomnia and... and I would be surprised. I stopped looking at my my clock, which is my phone. Um, I stopped looking at that usually as soon as I lay down because you can play some psychological games oh, with yeah. yourself yep. and not be as tired if you don't know exactly what time it was you were last awake. But I'm pretty confident I was up past four <gasps> and then up by 6.30. So. I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, it was a rough night. I don't know why. I don't know why I was tired it's okay. or I, I, I was, I was tired, but not sleepy. If that makes sense. Yeah. I was going to say maybe it was something in the air last night because I know Daisy couldn't fall asleep till yeah. after midnight, but so I, I tried not to read. as bad as four in the morning. I tried to read. I just, I could not focus. Yeah. And there's no sense in trying to fight through that. So I, I read just a smidgen. I can't even honestly, I remembered it earlier on accident. I can't remember the author or the name of the book I'm reading. Okay. Ernest Young? Young? Holmes. Holmes. Ernest Holmes. There we go. Yeah. Um, interesting dude. I, I didn't want to waste my lack of attention on absolutely. the book. That so, makes sense. Uh, now, listening, absolutely. Um, go listen to Michael Jackson. He's the king of pop for a reason. Go listen to the Footloose soundtrack. That's a, a great thing, right? Heartbreak Hotel. Heartbreak Hotel by Elvis. There's actually several listens, just... Nothing yet for this day that we've listened to ourselves because we've been running hard. Mm -hmm. That's right, because in lifestyle, lifestyle, it is. It's gonna. I, now I feel like I'm building it up too much. This no, no. Is just a happy surprise coming for sort of awesome in the next few days. Mm -hmm. To quote you, you said everyone will get touched by it. Everyone, everyone. Whether you want to or not, feel free to file charges on your own time. Ah, <laughs> yes. It has something oh. to do with cheese hot dogs. Yes, the old-fashioned ones. Okay, um, scent of the day. This is very light because I got this in the body spray format. I'm still catching vanilla. Is there vanilla? Yeah, there's, I can't, okay. well, not technically, but I feel like my skin loves vanilla so much it amps it. It creates it from other things? Mm -hmm. Basically. This is a scent. You brought patchouli? F off. Here's vanilla. I might not have just gotten yesterday's vanilla. Okay, smell this. This is a little bit better. Do you get any peachiness? I get peach, I, but it's like a peaches and cream, so there's yeah. still a vanilla component. Okay, so, yeah. so this is Innocence from Posy Perfumes. I just got it. It is, and I got it in the body spray. I've been wanting some body sprays. I'm going to get this in the perfume. Axe body spray? Not Axe, no. It's not advisable not. for anyone. Get it away from me. Um, Innocence notes are sweet, Peach skin, like the skin off a peach. Okay. Delicate coconut milk and comforting skin musk. Does it make you grow peach fuzz? <sighs> I'm already on it. So you've shaved your wrists today. <laughs> Probably going to need to. Outstanding. I'm obsessed with this. I love it. I want to get it in every format possible. You're going to be smelling wow. a lot of peaches this summer. What formats is it possible in? Well, perfume, perfume oil. Toothpaste? Not that I'm aware of. Well, why not? Because you hid my toothbrush. No, I hid my toothbrush. You hid your toothbrush in the shower, right in the pee track. That's a special portion of the shower. Every shower drains differently. Mm -hmm. And you set ours up to have a pee track? Yes, okay. yes, so that we can store toothbrushes along each side. Okay. And then have toothpick graces in the water. You ever do that as a kid? I don't think so. We did. We had a, when I was super young, we had a drainage ditch that ran, I guess you'd call it through the alley. There was no real alley. It was the property line drainage ditch that ran in the back. And anytime it rained, we'd all run out there and we'd, we'd get toothpicks and we'd try to paint them or something so we know whose was whose. And then we'd throw them in there and have toothpick races. That's great. You know what we did in the drainage dishes around our house? You peed on toothbrushes? Nope. We... Just next to them. We searched for crawdads. Different drainage ditch. This There were crawdads in our drainage I'm, ditch. I'm not doubting that. I'm okay. saying it's a different drainage ditch. Yours was dirt. 
No, it was concrete. Uh, but there would be little crawdads in there. Whatever. Crawdads cannot burrow through cement. I don't know. Or concrete. My, whatever the difference is. There's my, a difference. I don't know what it is. My recollection of this may be a little muddled. You might have to ask my brother, but good luck with that. He was also part of this endeavor. I don't trust your brother. I, I love him dearly. He He's probably hilarious. has a better memory of this than um, I do. But I don't trust him, and I don't think he'd be offended by that. Okay. All right. Well, then, I think that's all we have. Um, is that everything? That was me. That's how I go through my mental Rolodex. I say, as I think through things. I can't think of anything else. I guess that leaves us with nothing other than the foreboding warning to have an awesome today, <laughs> would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. In light of recent scientific discoveries around toilet sanitation, I'm wondering if flushing is the best decision. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.